0: Welcome to the God Venture Podcast. This is our first episode. We thought our first episode should be us introducing ourselves, so we're going to go ahead and kind of talk a little bit about who we are. My name is Matt Enzer. A little bit about who I am is I teach CPR and first aid right now. I go to the University of North Georgia for school, and I am a digital marketing major. And I'd love to get outdoors in different ways. I have a Jeep Wrangler, and I love to go camping out of it, which is called overlanding, and Going rock climbing is another big thing for me. I've done that for a long time. Uh, I've even worked at a gym for a little bit. Uh, Going indoor and outdoor climbing is a lot of fun. There's a lot of things I like to do outdoors. Just simple hiking and camping and backpacking and all those things that you think about when going outdoors. The more adventurous, the better for me. And going and traveling on road trips is a big fun thing to do as well. Especially if it's in a Jeep. Especially if it's in a jeep, that's that's kind of the best part about doing it. Darn right. He loves that. <laughs> he loves that jeep though. He does. He does. Yeah, the most least fuel efficient car out there. <laughs> it is the least efficient car out there, but the most capable car. Out oh, there. it comes in clutch. Oh yeah, I've heard that when you get because when
1: you guys went on a trip like across the country, how many times did that like get you
0: unstuck? Because y'all kept going like off road, right? Yeah, we kept going off-road. We kept camping and stuff like that. We'll get more into this as we go through the podcast. But this summer, a couple of us did a road trip out into Utah and Zion and all that fun stuff. But most of the time, we were camping off the grid just because that's the the best way to do it. And like Nathan was telling us, there was a lot of times that we got stuck. And the other car we were with had a two-wheel drive. It was a two-wheel drive, four-runner. So not the best car for off-road, no. but we, we got it to where it needed to go. We had to leave it a few times and, and come back for it later, but it was a good time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We definitely had to spend a lot of money on gasoline, though, but that's, that's not fun. <laughs> it wasn't so bad when you split it between eight different people, though. Exactly. With that
1: nine-mile-gallon fuel efficiency. <laughs> hey, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> All right, Nathan, tell us about yourself. My name is Nathan McKinney. Part of the stuff that I kind of like to do outdoors is just mostly related to just like fishing and kayaking and because of Matt, rock climbing, a lot of rock climbing and hiking. There's a lot of stuff that you can do in Georgia, but those are just some of my favorites. But yeah, I mean, it's stuff that I like to do on the side because I just normally right now I'm studying my classes, I'm trying to become a realtor, and it's a whole lot of work. So normally busy, but whenever you can get out, you can
2: enjoy the outdoors. Thanks, Nathan. I'm Robert Radosta, as I mentioned in the trailer, and I'm, I'm working on this podcast with my two buddies, and I'm just glad to be here. So part of the reason I got to the outdoors was because of my parents. They loved going outdoors when they were younger, when they were college my age. So they pass on, like, along a lot of their gear to me, and I started going to school in Dahlonega, North Georgia mountains. If you don't know it, it's, it's a really mountainous area with a lot, really all you can do up there is outdoor stuff. So I made friends, we just started hiking and camping a lot on the weekends. And so I, I just really enjoy getting out there and I find it a lot more peaceful and a nice way to slow down and, and just catch up with yourself compared to like the fast paced
0: world we live in sometimes. That's definitely the probably the favorite part for most people is just kind of getting away from all the hustle and bustle of daily life and just yeah. daily work and all that stuff, just kind of escaping from that. Oh, yeah. The quiet. You can actually hear your own thoughts.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And then like being away from your phone too, mm. like being away from all of that. It's a physical like task. Sometimes you want to go hiking, you know, that's a physical activity, but the mental refresh that you get after you come back from it is insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a freshness. It's a freshness.
1: In. It's like you just took a Febreze bottle and you just, <laughs> <laughs> <you> just <laughs> sprayed it in your face or something. In your soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's one of the main reasons why I do it too, especially like fishing. Matt's not a big fisherman. Not for me. No.
0: <laughs> you you think it's boring, right? Slightly. I mean, sometimes it's a good time. My dad's a big, big fisherman. He just came in from fishing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I just never been my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Dad <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> he sun right now. <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. But no, if you actually end up enjoying that, it's <laughs> it's not, it's really, well, one of the things is when you have something that's so like low um, stimulating, you have your phone, right, all the time with you. So you're always experiencing like these crazy things. But when you go fishing, lowers that. And then literally you can drag a bait on the bottom of, of a lake and you're feeling like the bumpy ground and you're just feeling it. And the little bumps excite you, like, oh, my God, did I get a fish right now? No, I didn't. <laughs> and yeah. then if you actually get a fish, oh, my, dude, the feeling that you
0: get. <laughs> yeah. Makes me feel happy. That's awesome. I would rather just go hiking or off-roading. Or <laughs> yeah. A, a couple other things. I don't mind fishing. It's just not my my Jesus. favorite thing in the world.
2: Yeah, chases the adrenaline a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I do chase the adrenaline in a lot of ways. I've been skydiving and stuff like that. It's definitely more my forte. I wonder who's the first guy to think of that. I'm going to jump out of a plane just for fun. (laughs) Uh, I want to be that guy. I want to meet him, see how he's doing. He's some military dude. Yeah, he's prob- it was probably out of necessity. It's probably like he didn't mean to. <laughs> There's
1: just like the military just are pushing people out of planes. And then some guy at the ha- back at home is just like, you know what? Like, let's just sell that. It's kind of
2: fun. <laughs> exactly. And then he's yeah. just like, holy crap, it worked. Yeah. 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 You know, going back to the fishing thing that you said about hitting the bumps on the bottom of the lake yeah like, like exciting around. you i think that's one of the coolest things about being outdoors is you really sometimes you get desensitized to, to life i think right, like when you yeah. move so fast when you're outside you have to slow down you have to experience like the be you looking you're like man that's a that's a beautiful tree or that's a kind of cool looking rock and you're like man I'm, I, you wouldn't notice that stuff on the day-to-day basis and yeah I Think you you the more you do that You can carry it over to your daily life. Like, man, that guy's actually kind of cool. Like, I enjoy talking to him. Or, man, the the way that building designed is interesting. You know, you get to carry that over into everyday life. Right. I kind of want to piggyback off that
1: because a lot of, because there's some books out there that are Christian novels that kind of relate to, especially with men, that, you know, if you're connected to nature, it's like a deep, almost like godly spiritual connection that you can have. It's like a different feeling that you really can't like get from a phone. I remember just the other day, I was waiting for some friends because I was at my friend's house and I was the first one there. They haven't even got home yet. And instead of like staying on my phone, I think it was sunset or a little bit past it and just kind of like watching like the wind hit the trees and just simple, boring things like that are just so,
0: And a way fulfilling that I honestly can't even explain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a big part of kind of what our podcast will be about is just like how good God's creation is for us and just how much we love to be out in it. Just getting out and camping and all that kind of stuff just lets you get away from it all and get closer to Him and uh, get closer to friends as well. We love to go out and go camping and all that kind of stuff. And it's just better with friends around you. And sometimes when you're in like situations where like you didn't
1: prepare a camping trip or you're on an overland country trip and you forgot to wear sunglasses on a 13,000 foot mountain (laughs) and then you get snow blindness and and then you're doing that with your friends. That's a, you know, you you guys are all going through like adversity together. So it's like that's a deeper connection that you can't get on your phones that are anywhere else really I mean yeah. They're the not saying times. that you gotta go
0: get snow blindness but yeah <laughs> the best times are really when things go wrong honestly seriously like it's a it's a fun hike regardless but when something goes wrong you have to work through it it's just kind of yeah. what you remember you makes don't remember thing. when everything goes well uh, Yeah, you usually remember when you have to work through something together even if it sucks at the time yeah the adversity makes it memorable. Remember- well I mean
1: like I've had situations where either it's camping or just it could be anything really where like you're literally there and you're saying like this is this sucks. Like it could be like a rainy day on like a camping trip and you're stuck on a mountain and you're literally like there's nothing to do. You can't get a fire started and you're like stuck in a tent doing nothing. And then you're with somebody and both of you got you both of y'all are frustrated for some reason, like, I can take those memories and then I look back on them and I'm just like, that was a really, like, that, I will never forget that. Like, that was a really fun time,
2: you know? Yeah. Nothing's like that. Friends can take a miserable experience and make it enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Or if you're being miserable together, it's still more enjoyable than,
2: yeah. I don't know, sitting on your phone alone. Being alone. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, at least you're sharing it with, like, I remember, just, yeah, we've referenced the snow blindness thing already, the fact that I wasn't alone in being snowblind, like I had a friend with me that was also snowblind, helped made me feel so much better and it actually made it kind of funny, like laughing and joking around about it. <laughs> you know, otherwise I'd probably have been freaking out a lot more the fact that I couldn't see anything. Yeah. Which by
1: the way, I don't know if anybody on this podcast who's listening knows what snow blindness is, but can you like
2: kind of explain like what happened with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I won't get too much into that. I don't know if we have this save for another day. But I will explain what snow blindness is. And it doesn't just come from snow. You can also get it reflected off of water. So it's basically where you get a sunburn on your eyeballs. You know, you don't wear sunglasses. Like normally you wear sunscreen for your skin. And most people recommend that you wear glasses when it's really bright outside. And that's because, especially with snow, I think it reflects something like 80% of the sunlight back at you. So when you're walking through without any sunglasses, your eyeballs are literally getting sunburned. So a couple hours later, you're gonna feel a lot of pain and discomfort, and you're not gonna be able to see anything for a little while. Like you're literally blind. Oh, is yeah. I mean, you can you can't really open your eyes. Oh, like okay. it's it's not the sense like if I could open them, I could see everything really blurry. Right. But it's more the fact that your eyes are in so much pain, like you physically can't open them. That's
1: I mean, so crazy. Them. So yeah. it did hurt when you were. I mean, it hurt when you had it, but. Like before, when you didn't have the sunglasses and then you were being exposed, did your eyes just sting and then it just got worse or did it just
2: come out of nowhere? My eyes were really dry before that. Oh, really? And as the the time went on, like, it just felt really dry. And I thought it was normal because we were in Colorado. I thought it was like Colorado dry eye or something like that. But like eye drops didn't didn't help at all and it just kept getting progressively worse. It was like having sand inside your eye. That's insane. Yeah, it's miserable. Yeah. So, but it turned out well, I'm not permanently blind, so I'm thankful for that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we'll get more into that story later on. That was on a road trip we went on uh, across the country this summer. Um, But we'll definitely get more into that specific story and what happened. So you look forward to that later on. So as we're finishing up, just a few more things about us my favorite thing, like I said, is overlanding and going rock climbing. Overlanding being just like having all the gear you would need in your car and being able, it's essentially car camping, but in areas that you can't take a normal car. Things like rooftop tents is like luxury overlanding. I don't have one of those, but maybe one day. And <laughs> I mean, uh, rock climbing I've kind of got into slowly as I've gone through as you gain more muscles as i gain more muscles i don't know about (laughs) that no like as when i was younger i was on a rock climbing team and i kind of that's how i got started into it i worked at the rock climbing gym later on in my life and i just kind of rock climb indoor and outdoor and kind of have learned uh, by actually doing it not really officially learned anything getting outdoors and going rock climbing as well as indoor rock climbing that's really where you learn it is doing stuff indoor where it's less likely to hurt yourself but going outdoors is where it's a little bit more fun so doing both parts is a lot of fun it's just expensive to get gear and all that kind of stuff as you kind of progress and get to do outdoor climbing but those are kind of my favorite things to do is going camping and just rock climbing all that kind of stuff just kind of the adrenaline stuff like we were talking about earlier but that's kind of who
2: I am as far as outdoor activities. On the other hand, I'm, I'm real basic. I like hiking and I like camping. And paddleboarding is cool too, but I don't know how much I'll end up talking about that on this podcast. But I like doing a wide assortment of things, you know, any, any kind of thrill or any kind of adventure I'm always down for. So it's a real general idea of what I'll be talking about. So, you know, if you're kind of newer to camping and you just don't really have an idea, and hiking as well, if you don't really have an idea of where you want to go with it, I'm here for you just to talk about how to even get involved with that kind of stuff. I mean I'm I'm also really excited to talk with these two guys just about how you can find God in nature and how that can just really deepen your, your walk with him.
1: Yeah, like they said, Robert and Matt are both the most outdoorsy people. If you saw Robert in person, you would already that man could go a week in a car across country <laughs> easily. But I'm definitely on like the same stuff that they're on. We all enjoy camping, we all enjoy hiking. I'm the only guy who actually just like picked up fishing. That's just my personal thing. But you know, we all, but the thing pretty much we all have in common is that we're pretty much all Christ-centered. We're all Christians, we all go to church together. But we all enjoy the outdoors and we enjoy what we do. And when we ever, whenever we get the chance at least to go out together,
0: it's, uh, it's always a good time. Thank you guys for listening to our first podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you keep listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to the God Venture podcast anywhere that you listen. We're on all the main platforms and we look forward to seeing you guys out on the trail as well. See ya. Bye. Later.